With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Stopping my shine. They try to break me, try to take me out, but I got Jesus on my side. So bad I thought it would die. But ain't no power stronger than the one that came and laid on his life. And I got mountains to climb. But the enemy can't stop me, cause there's a calling on my life. So when I'm crying, don't last too long. Cause he gon' step in and make it alright. We'll only do it. He said you
Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Learners Lounge Thursday. <clears throat> Tonight is Thursday, the 16th of December, 2021, and we have just 15 days left in the year. Just a day over two weeks. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe the year went by thus fast. And, yes, we always say that. We truly do. We always say when it comes to time of the year, the year went by so fast, I can't believe it. It seemed like it was just 2020. Well, we're at the end yet again, and we are elated for you to join us here in Learner's Lounge Thursday. Thursday night is a Bible study. It is learning time. So we are grateful you could be here with us here in the studio. So this was awesome, awesome, awesome for you to join us. So we're just extremely grateful that you could join us tonight in the lounge as we are learning, and we just appreciate you for that. So um, it's Inspiration Thursday. So for today's inspiration, I just want to talk about being grateful because I'm grateful for all positivity. I'm grateful just starting off with a wake-up. I think that for us to be grateful, it's not something that you just wake up with, something that you learn. We have to realize that God is amazing and that his grace is sufficient for us. And just waking up in the morning should be the first thing that you're excited about, that you're grateful for. I'm grateful because I woke up today to see another day. And even if you have the same routine every single day, be grateful that you have an opportunity to have the same routine day in, day out, day in, day out. That's awesome because you have a second chance at life. So be grateful just for that. Be grateful for your health, your wealth, your strength, because somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody's sick, laying in a sick bed. They're not up with the fruit of their limbs and being able to talk and all their senses. Somebody don't have that opportunity right now. For those of us that do, let's be grateful. Let's be thankful. Let us give gratefulness. Let us share our happiness and joy with others. So let them have something to be grateful about too. Just waking up when God blew breath into our body, that's the reason, that is the most important reason to be grateful. That alone is so awesome. So we are very, very happy, very elated that you would be here with us tonight in the studio. We want to thank you. It's been an amazing year, 15 days left. We literally have two more Learner's Lounge Thursdays this year. So I'm really excited because you guys have been here every step of the way. Every Thursday that we've been in the lounge, you guys have been here with us. I'm grateful. And I want to say from the bottom of our hearts here in the Apple Valley Studio, we say thank you. We mean it. You guys are really sharing the show and telling others to listen in, to call in and sharing us on social media with the Facebook and getting us all the reaches and people just checking us out. And we're thankful. We're more grateful to God for giving us the opportunity and space. He really did that. So yes, yes, and yes, we are extremely grateful for that. So thank you again. We truly appreciate it. We have no complaints on this side. We're just extremely grateful that you guys have been there. For the last 11 years, you guys have been here working with us and listening to us and sharing our show and telling others about us. So, again, we're just grateful, and we say thank you. 
Now it's time to come in the lounge, get out your pencil, and your notepad. Time to get schooled. Are you ready to learn? The doctor is in, and he welcomes you to the lounge. Time for school. God bless everybody. Thank you tonight, amen. My granddaughter in the Lord, amen, Sister Kitasha, for bringing us on as she normally do, and just speaking a few words of encouragement, letting you know, amen, let us be grateful and thankful for all things. Some of us might not understand that as well, but Amen. It just was a blessing for us to wake up this morning with a portion of our health and strength. And I hope you woke up with Jesus on your mind. We're going to the Word of God tonight. Amen. Open up your spiritual ears tonight and pray, amen, that you may hear what the Spirit is saying to the church tonight. This is Dr. Moore. Praise the Lord coming to you. From Apple Valley Studio, amen, our church is located in Los Angeles, California. The address is 8516 South Compton Avenue. And if you're ever in that area and want to be in a spiritually pure church, come on out, pray the Lord, and bless the Lord with us. We believe, amen, that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit, and in truth. So, amen, tonight we get into the word of God. There is nothing like the word of God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, amen, as my announcer always saying, for you taking our time to listen to us, praying for us, and supporting us, amen, in this hour that we are living in. The book of Ephesians, amen, chapter 1, verse 9 through 14, going to talk to us tonight. Ephesians, verse 1 through 9 through 14 is going to eradicate our spirit. It's going to lift our spirit up tonight. Amen. By the grace of God, we are going to read verse 9, and the writer say, having made known unto us the mistress of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purpose in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he may gather together in one all things in Christ which both are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his will that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ 
in whom ye also trusted. After that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, whether which is the earnestness of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchase possession unto the praise of his glory. Colossians 1, 26 and 27 picks that up and says, even the mystery which has been hid from age and from generation, but now is made manifested to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the richness of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, is the hope of glory. The writer is speaking to us tonight and letting us know that having made known unto us the mystery, the mystery, man, that have had not been revealed, the Lord, amen, is making known to his church. He said, you should know the mystery. It's not hidden anymore to a true believer. The Lord is revealing that which was hidden, amen, unto his believers today. According to his good pleasure, which he has purpose in himself. God wants us to let us know, amen, what is going on in this era, in this society, in this dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one all things in Christ. He wants all believers in this dispensation. In this time that we're living in now, God don't want anything hidden from us that he wanted to be revealed to us. We're not in the darkness anymore. You are the children of the light. So walk in the light. And we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. God is looking and is getting ready, amen, is to receive not just a church, not a man, a body of people that is just going to church, but he is going to, amen, receive a glorious church. Now, when I say that, amen, you can look for, amen, some activities is to come out of that, amen, that will not be pleasant to the flesh. But God is looking for a glorious church. In Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verse 27, it says that he might present it to himself, a glorious church. He's going to present a glorious church unto himself, not having spot or wrinkle 
or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Oh, these are words, amen, that I will say that my soul sometimes probably is wrestling with. In this present time, in this evil world that we're living in now, we are to produce the fruit of holiness. Our lives ought to be that mankind can eat of. Jesus has spoke the word and said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. To present a glorious church to him is going to take some work on our behalf is to obey the commandments of him that sent us. Listen as he says, amen, a glorious church, not having no spots in it. You can't have any spots in your life. Spots, amen, is recommending today is anything, amen, that is in your life that is not pleasing unto Jesus, you should get rid of it. Because it is a spot. In the Old Testament, when they got ready to offer up a lamb for the sacrificial blood of the people, they had to bring a lamb without a spot or without a blemish. He couldn't be crippled or he couldn't be sick if it was going to be a sacrificial offering. It had to be something that we would call whole and wholesome. That, amen, it would be edible to be able to eat and digest. Well, behold, John said, the Lamb of God cometh. He is without a spot. He he is without a blemish, and he is without a rancor. He comes to take away the sins of the world. The Lord, amen, wants you to know. The mystery is given unto you. And he says, amen, but that it should be holy. As we are in this universe, and we are among sinful things and among sinful peoples, the Bible says, present your body a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto the Lord. You're not trying to please man, but we are trying to please God Almighty. So no matter what man say, how degraded man may be, and say you don't have to live that person's life like that, don't pay him any attention. Amen. Our body is a sacrifice. It ought to be acceptable. God does not accept everything. Just because, amen, you can say, I love Jesus, and you can say, I've been born again, it's not enough. It is not sufficient. God does not accept everything because the Lord knows your heart. And he knows when the product ground of your life has been broken up, and he knows, amen, what true repentance is. True repentance turn us away 
from sin. You don't want sin to rest in your bosom or in your life when you have true repentance. You will not allow sin to be invited in you, amen, and it stay there when you know what true repentance is. Holy, the Bible says, be ye holy. I'm talking to every born-again believer tonight. Jesus said, be ye holy. And holy without no man shall see the Lord. Holiness is a virtue of God. Holiness is a part of the Lord. And if we are going to be partakers of him, we must be like him. Put on his whole character and his characteristics. And without blemish, you can't have no blemish. If you're on your way to heaven, you've got to get all these blemish and wrinkles and spots erased out of your life. God, church, stands above reproach. You, you, you can't, amen. There is nothing like the entire body of Jesus Christ that stands above reproach as a glory entity, place it in the world as his gene and bride to hinder evil and provide a place for the lost soul to find growth and function in itself. There is nothing like the church. Oh, praise the Lord. The, pro- the church is above reproach. You can't condemn the church. Therefore, there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Listen, my beloved, no spot, no no regular or no blemish. We must be holy. We must perfect holiness for his pleasure. The indwelling of his Holy Spirit, we must have that within us. Amen. You can't live a Christian life without the Holy Spirit, amen, living within you. You must be what Jesus told Nicodemus. You must be born again. You must be changed. Not your outwardly flush. But amen, you must come to be a new creature in Christ Jesus by the transformation of your mind. As you allow Jesus is to enter into your soul. The indwelling the Holy Spirit. Let the Lord come in and indwell in you. It's about, amen, a change coming in your life. Now, the true church of Jesus Christ is not a building. And I I wish people could hear that today. We are so enthused about Buildings, and don't get me wrong, I love buildings. I love nice places. And I think, amen, we should have nice places if, amen, we are going to worship the Lord. 
But the true sense, amen, uh, the true church of Jesus Christ is not a building, but it is composed of people who has been redeemed and has surrendered their lives to the Lord. It's not about a building. Not about how much you gave to make your church look so glamorous. That ain't that that's not that's not about the true church. The true church, amen, has been amen redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. The nature of the church, it depends on the peoples who often worship in the church building. Now, amen, we worship in the church building, but we don't worship the building. But you got people today worship the building more than they do worship Jesus Christ. They go, amen, to the church for the luxury of that church. Not really for the redeeming of their souls. The church depends on the people, amen, who often worship in the church building. If they are individuals who have given themselves wholly unto the Lord Jesus Christ, then they will exhibit the nature of Jesus Christ. They're going to be like Jesus. If they didn't give themselves wholehearted to Jesus, they're going to give themselves, they're going to be like Jesus. It's not the building. Remember, we are God's building. We are God's church. Then they will exhibit, exhibit the nature of Jesus Christ as part of his church. Salvation involves more than only a single act of repentance. Salvation is more than a man just saying, Lord, I, I repent, I repent of my sin. It involves more than that. There is great addition to salvation than just to say, I repent. Of course, God is faithful, and he will forgive us of our sins. But the scripture, amen, refers to Jesus as Lord far more than they refer to him as Savior. Now, what is Jesus to you? Is Jesus Lord? Is he really Lord? Or have you ever taken time to study the word? Lord means to be ruler over all. He, he rules your life if he Lord is over your life. It's not about your opinion when it comes down to the gospel, amen, you got somebody, amen, that rules and instructs you is to tell you, amen, what needs to be done. That's Lord. He is Lord of my life. I pray that he's Lord of your life. Do you let him tell you what to do? And after telling you what to do, amen, do you obey him? 
obedient is better than sending up prayers, uh, amen, trying to testify or preach to anybody. Obedient is better than sacrifice. So as we see it, there are many men that call him Lord. And I've heard Jesus say, why call me Lord and do, and do not the things that I say? Why am I Lord of your life? And you and you reckon me as Lord, but you don't honor me as Lord. Uh, scripture referred to Jesus as Lord before more than they 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 refer to him as Savior. Now Amen, is he your Savior? Is he your Savior? Sometimes I wonder about people's, but listen, it is given unto you to know the mystery. He doesn't unravel the mystery unto the church for you to know who he really is. And there are many men who have never come to the revelation of understanding who Jesus really, really, really is. When he says, amen, is he your savior? God allowed, amen, the word Jesus is to be brought forth into this world. And we call that name Jesus. Jesus is our Savior. Why is it so hard, amen, that we cannot see and recognize who Jesus really is? Jesus is our Savior. And when I'm speaking of Jesus, he unraveling the mystery unto us now. He said, God uh, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the son of God, came as a representative to us. But Jesus Christ is our Savior. Only Jesus can save his people from their sin. Only Jesus. Jesus is God. Only a God can save. So is he really your savior? Or do you have another one that you're looking to for to save you? If Jesus is not your savior, then you don't have a Savior. And if Jesus is not your Lord, you don't have a God. Let these words spiritually into your heart tonight. The nature of the church depends upon the people. Are you really God people tonight? Have you been set aside, been called out from the world to be God people? Are you an example? He's looking for a glorious church without spot, blemish, or wrinkle, or any such thing. Yes, the scripture, amen, refers to Jesus as Lord far more than they refer to him as Savior. 
Now, in other words, we receive him as our Savior. We say he's our Savior through obedience to the plan of salvation. But we also must live a daily life that that demonstrates he is our Lord. It's one thing, amen, to talk about Jesus, but it's another thing is to live that life that Jesus told us to live. Are you really living that holy and that sanctified life every day of the week, seven days a week, 365 days in a year? Are you really living that life? Are you demonstrating that to the people that you're around, whether they're godly or ungodly? You read Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 1 and 2, and it'll tell you, amen, how to present your body. Is your body, is, is, is it being pleased to the Lord tonight? Are your lifestyle being pleased to the Lord? Are you getting ready, amen, for this Christmas to get on some kind of spiritual high? But it doesn't agree with God's word. Present your body and live a sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. The Apostle Paul emphasized, amen, that the church is to be a glorious church. Ephesians 5 and 27. That means, amen, we got to do some work. Amen is to make sure our body, amen, is holy and is acceptable unto God, and it can be a glorious church. The Greek word translated glorious refers to being held in honor. It's honorable. God can accept your life because it is inhonorable. On high, reputed, having glory It's a splendid glory. It ain't nothing like the body of Jesus Christ. When you see the body of Jesus Christ, you ought to see some splendor. You ought to see some beauty. Basically, the church, amen, is composed of people who has turned their Turn from their old life of sin to live completely dedicated to God. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.